Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2023 Keys to Empower You podcast. We thank and bless the Lord for allowing us to see a whole brand new year. I am so excited for the things that God has for us to do this year, and it is time to get busy doing building the kingdom of God in the earth. Along the lines, we may have gotten weary, we may have gotten tired, and we have slowed down, but it's time to get back on the horse. It's time to let the metal meet the paddle. In Jesus' name, we have so much work to do in the kingdom on the earth while we're still yet alive. Jesus is on his way back, and we are an intricate part of preparing people for his return. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for him to come back. He's coming back for those who have made themselves ready. Yes, he's coming for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. He's coming for a church that believes in him. And I truly believe in him. And I know God is real. And I hope you do too. And all those that are listening, I hope you join with me this year and putting our hands to the gospel plow. Yes, because we need to get busy for God. I am setting goals for the year. We're still in January. We're still in the first part of the year. And we've got time to get the stuff together. You know what God is calling you to do. You know the direction God is pulling you. Don't fear what man can do unto you. You fear the one who can cast your soul into hell. So we bless the name of Jesus, for he is worthy of all the praise. There are people out there to need to hear what God has put in your mouth. And you need to stir up the Holy Ghost in your belly and release the word that God has given you. If God hasn't released you yet, then you need to go in that prayer closet and you need to intercede for what you're seeing, for what you're experiencing against the things that are taking place in the earth that are coming against the kingdom of God. We know how to pray. We have a mouth. God made the mouth. We're not going to be like Moses and make excuses of why we can't talk because we can talk. But until God gives you that delegated authority to go out there and speak it, you need to go in that closet and cry it in his ears. Remind God of what his word said, of the promises that he promised to the people in the earth. And there are people out there that are bound that don't want to be bound anymore. There are people out there that are still living a life of sin. They want out, but they don't know how to get out. And so God has called us for such a time as this to go out and be a witness to the people that are yet dying in their sins. Because people are dying every day. People are dying in the streets. People are now dying in the grocery stores, in the malls. Every time you turn around, there's a, a something on the news talking about um, mass shooting in the grocery store, mass shooting in the mall, because people are allowing the enemy to filtrate their minds, and they're doing unspeakable things today, and there's no explanation for why they would do it except for sin. It's because of sin. When we get close to the time for the lawless one to sit on um, in the temple and declare himself to be God, and we're getting close to that time, you're going to see more and more sin running rapid in the earth because Jesus is on his way back. And I know people say all the time, 
I've heard that all my life. And you're going to keep on hearing it until he actually returns because Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back. And the Bible says that when he calls and he shouts for his spirit to come hither, we're going to all, those who have made themselves ready, those who are filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in his name, those are going to get up and we're going to meet the Lord in the air. And those who have already gone to sleep in the Lord, they're going to get up first and we're going to meet them in the air. And the scripture says, forever we will be with him. We're not coming back. We are not coming back. I'm not even thinking about coming back. Hallelujah. That's with another him because he is coming back to get us and take us back with him. And forever we're going to be with the Lord. And I'm done with this world. There's nothing in this world that I want except my loved ones to be saved. There's nothing that I want to achieve in the world. There's nothing I want to experience in the world because the world holds nothing but death. Where everywhere you look, there's nothing but trouble and death. I've had my share of death. Now, I don't want any more. Jesus has given me hope for my future. My future looks very bright. How about you? And so we're going to pick up that mantle. And we're going to put our hands to the gospel plow. We're not going to look back. There's nothing back there to look to. If God brought us out of it, there's nothing to go back there to. There's nothing out there but sorrow, death, and pain. And I've seen enough of that, of my share of that in my lifetime. So I want to encourage us to keep going, to keep looking for Jesus, to keep remembering what his word says. And Psalms 1, 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. If they're not talking the language of heaven, they ain't got nothing else you need to hear. And it says to sit not in the seat of the scornful. Those that are bitter, they have sour grapes in their mouth and they're always complaining and venting and murmuring about what ain't right. They don't know how to be thankful to God for anything because he said all things work together for good to them that are in Christ Jesus and that love him. So if they have nothing good to say, then you don't need to sit in the seat of the scornful. You don't need to sit and hang with them. And the, it says to walk, stand not in the way of sinners. And if you know they're not for the Lord, you know they're not walking the same path you are. They're still living in darkness and in sin, and you're walking in the light of God's truth. There's no fellowship for you with them. So you, the Bible is encouraging us to meditate on the law day and night, the law being the word of God. The word of God is flawless. It's, it's error proof. There's nothing wrong with it. It's perfect in all its ways and it's our life source. And so we're supposed to meditate on it day and night. We're supposed to eat it, chew on it, meditate on it. Hallelujah, you sleep with it, you eat with it, you walk with it, you live by it. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. That's where our faith comes from. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And when we hear the word of God, it boosts our faith up. And we need faith to please him, for it is impossible to please God without faith. And so our lives are based on our faith. Thus, just walk and live by faith. Hallelujah. So therefore, our hope, is a hope that even goes beyond the grave. Hallelujah. If you have said goodbye to this world, your loved ones are gone. They're never coming back. 
They're never coming back. There's two places you can go when you leave this life. You either go to heaven because you made yourself ready, or you go to the place that was made for Satan and his cohorts. Hallelujah. They weren't made for man, but man is steady going there daily because they haven't made a relationship with Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, you have no hope of going to heaven. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. We thank God for what Jesus did. We thank you because he bled and he died. For those who are watching the Chosen series, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. And yes, it's Catholic-based, but they're telling the truth. And as long as they're telling the truth, God is in it because God is the truth. And this is the time God is drawing men and women to himself because he is soon to come and he is on his way back. So we thank the Lord for what he's doing. And if you're part of this great salvation, you, hallelujah. But there are others yet who still need to come and they haven't come in out of the darkness yet. And our job is to witness and minister to them for them to come in out of the darkness. And Jesus said that when we receive the Holy Ghost, that when it comes upon us, that we would be endued with power, power to become his witness in the earth. And everywhere we go and everything we do, we're supposed to be a witness for Jesus Christ. We're supposed to tell about his death, burial, and resurrection, that he died for us how he walked the earth, he healed, he cast out devils, he set people free, he liberated us so that we could choose on our own. We didn't have to be forced to choose, but because we saw he was genuine, how much he really loved us, we made up our own mind. I no longer needed the preacher to convince me or persuade me that it's true. I've read it for myself. I've experienced it myself. And I know it to be true. So we're to help others to come into the truth of God's word. Because Jesus did it for all of mankind. He didn't do it just for the Jews. He did it for the whole world. He died for everyone. Hallelujah. That was born of a woman. Now, if you've already left this life, I'm I'm afraid it's too late. But for those of us who are still alive and remain in the earth, it's not too late. As long as God has allowed you to... Wake up and see a new sunshine, a sunrise. You still have life and breath in your body. It's not too late for you. But guess what? We're running out of time. It's time for us to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because Jesus came for relationship. He came, hallelujah, to prove his love to us with his own death. Hallelujah, on the cross. And when he got up, he got up with all power of heaven and earth in his hands. And so he's given it to us. He poured his spirit out upon the earth. According to Acts 2, 2 through 4, he poured his spirit out. And it started in the upper room with 120 people. And it's been falling on mankind ever since. We are the children of the living God because he's coming back to take us home. My parents, God bless them, have already left this life. And they're waiting on their children and their grandchildren and those that are far off to get themselves ready to meet them in the air. Hallelujah. And forever we're going to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't want our family members and our loved ones lost. We don't want 
even our enemies to be lost. We want everyone to be saved, but we know everybody won't make it because everybody doesn't want to go. But the Bible says, to as many as receive him, to them he gives power to become the sons of God. You have to want him. He wants you without a doubt, but you have to want him. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. And it's worth it. It is worth it. You think you might be giving up life, but you're not. You're actually gaining life because the scripture says, if you try to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you lose your life for Christ's sake, you actually gain life. And he died so we could live. Hallelujah. If that's not proven his great love for us, I don't know what is. So if you're like me, and I hope you become like me, that you're going to seek to become one of the sons of God. Because the sons of God inherit all things. Those who keep sinning, those who are the sons of Satan, the children of Satan, they're not going to inherit, inherit nothing but the eternal lake of fire. That's not God's plan for us. God's plan for us is to spend eternity in heaven, which he has been preparing from the beginning for us. For in his house are many mansions, or you could say are many rooms. There's enough room for everybody. There is enough room. We don't have to fight over the room or who's going to be first or I'm going and ain't enough room for you. No, there's enough room for everyone. Jesus died for everyone. And he wants, it's not his desire for men to perish. Perish means you're destroyed. You no longer exist. That's not his plan for us. His plan for us is to receive his salvation. When you listen to the actor who's playing Jesus on The Chosen, that's what he keeps reiterating. That is not about a friendship, even though it becomes a friendship. It's about relationship for salvation. And once we receive God's salvation through the born-again experience, baptism in his name, once we experience that, then it becomes a friendship. Then it becomes a love experience. But until then, it starts out a salvation experience. Because before we became uh, whole, Jesus loved us. Before we stopped sinning, Jesus loved us. He loves the sinner. He hates the sin. But he loved us when we were unlovable. He loved us when we were still filthy and no good. He loved us. He loved us to life. And now once we start walking in the new life that he has presented to us and made available to us, then we become just like him. Colossians chapter 3 says that if your life is in Christ Jesus, then your affection is not to be set on things on this earth, but things in heaven, because your life is no longer on the earth. Our frames are, but Jesus and, and, and us switch places. Jesus and I switch places. When he died on the cross, he took on my sin and your sin, and I took on his righteousness. I could not have no righteousness apart from him, because the scripture says our righteousness is as filthy rags. And filthy rags is referred to as the woman's um, 
thing she uses when she's doing that time of month. And that is filthy. But that's how our righteousness is. It's as filthy rags. Hallelujah. And without Jesus, we wouldn't know what righteousness is because we have none of our own. And so we took on his righteousness. He took on our filth. He became sin for us. He became sin for us. He didn't just have a few things. and No, he took on and became sin in our place. And sin died on the cross. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sin died on the cross. Hallelujah. But as long as you keep making way for it, as long as you keep giving Satan license for it, you continue in your sins. And that's not what God wants. It causes you to have have the, I can't help it. Yes, you can't help it when you're still bound by sin. Sin makes you a slave. You're a slave to sin and you do whatever sin wants you to do. Sin takes you further than you want to go, keeps you longer than you want to stay, and it costs you way more than you're willing to pay. But that's what sin does. And because God saw that was a problem, he sent his own son to die in our place so we would not have to. In the name of Jesus, he set us free and liberated us. And he told us in Galatians chapter 5 to don't use this liberty as a license to sin. Although we fall short, although we all have sinned, and some still do sin, it is the grace of God that overshadows us. It's the grace of God that follows us and brings us right back to right standings with God. So we should appreciate that unearned favor called grace in the name of Jesus. It's not a license to sin, but it saves us. We are saved by grace through faith in what Jesus did on Calvary. Hallelujah. So today we owe God a great praise. We owe him a great praise and we're going to clap him too. Because we owe him a great praise. Hallelujah. We forever are indebted to him. And it's a debt that we cannot pay, but we owe it to him. But he didn't ask us to pay it. He loved us and did it for us because of that great love he has toward us. And he wants to live for eternity with us. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? When you think about how good God is, and how much he has done for us, what he saved us from. And some of us was in a lot of mess. All We were living sin after sin after sin. All sin is bad. There is no degree of sin. There's no reason to compete who sins worse or who sin is hard or bad, worse or greater. No, sin is sin in the eyes of God. God hates sin from a little sin to a big sin. It don't matter. Sin is sin and God hates it. So God is saving us from that sin so we don't have to sin anymore. We're free. We don't have to be sinners anymore. We don't have to be a transgressor of the law of God any longer because of what Jesus did. Don't you want to go? This place is going to be glorious. We don't even have the words to really adequately describe what heaven is going to be like. I hear a lot of people saying things and they say, oh, this is heaven. This is like heaven. They don't really realize what they're talking about because none of us has ever been there and come back. So 
Therefore, we can only give a synopsis of what we think heaven is. But when we get there, we will never want to come back. I'm not coming back. Hallelujah. So I'm like Moses. God gave me a glimpse of what my future in heaven is going to be. So I'm forsaking this life. I'm forsaking the things of this earth, this world, because I choose Jesus. Because I want what Jesus is offering me. And he's offering me eternal life through him. And without him, there was nothing made that is made. So don't think, oh, you can get around it, but you can't. You can't get around it. You have to go through Jesus. He is the door. He's the only way to get to the Father, and the Father is in heaven, in Jesus' name. And I hope this encouraging word, this exhortation today has been a blessing to you and has encouraged you to keep going. Don't look back. Keep going. And if you haven't gotten in the race yet, I encourage you to do so. Jump in there where you still have time because Jesus did it for you too. I love you. I bless you in the name of the Lord. And I ask God to keep shining his face, his favor on you and be gracious to you and give you peace in Jesus name. And I hope that you will make yourself ready. So when Jesus comes back in the clouds, you will meet me in the air and forever we will be with the Lord in Jesus' name. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your everlasting word. I thank you for the power of your word. Hallelujah, the power of your name. For there is no other name in heaven, under heaven, below heaven. Oh God, that men must be saved in the name of Jesus. And so Lord, we thank you, oh God, because your name, hallelujah, is exalted above all your word. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for being life for us. Thank you for thinking about us, being mindful of us. We bless your holy name. And Lord God, until we meet again on the airwaves, Lord God, I ask you to continue to stir your spirit up in the earth. Lord God, don't take your Holy Spirit from us, Lord God. We need you. We desperately need you, oh God. Even those who feel they don't. We need you. Mankind needs you. The world needs you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And we're going to keep releasing your name. We're going to keep releasing your love and your truth into the earth's atmosphere, oh God, until you return. In Jesus' name, amen.